Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. said it couldn't be done but lo and behold here you are doing it if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going one two three Bad boy. four five six B-I-G. Ah! hey guys um so it's been about four days since being played the shark song and uh i don't even have kids and uh was getting in the shower just started singing it um thought maybe uh it left my brain after i heard it four days ago but no um still in there so thanks god that song is the bubonic plague of sound California has just become one really large person. Radiant Dirt. And now. You can never see what, what, what happiness I have in me. Our feature presentation. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday, the 19th of September. What are you, uh, what are you doing to your mic there? What am I doing? Who's that? Who's, uh, who's, what? Uh, Kevin just hit his mic when you said, what are you doing with your mic there? Yeah, but I heard it before that, too. I don't oh. know what you heard. Okay. All right. I'm telling you, this place is... Uh, oh, it's falling apart. It is falling apart. I mean, we're literally mm-hmm. holding things up to make them work right now. I, I mean, there was there was a spotlight in the studio that was right in Allie's eyes. Yeah, at least somebody is coming in and changing all the light to shine in people's faces right. for our last two days. And why would they... Helpful. Why would they do that? Like, what would the reason be for that? Do I you don't think? know. I can't figure that out for the life of me. Is it possible somebody needed more light to take a photo or something, maybe? It's possible that people uh, other than our shift are doing different things in here than we do. Oh, uh, porn? Porn. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I had to wipe down that. this counter every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Hey, uh, when Kevin uh, said the date, it occurred to me that this used to be a very popular day on our program. What is it? The 19th, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk like a pirate day. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're all right. Remember back in the day, though? Sure, yeah. I'm not trying to bring it back. I'm just reminding folks that Talk Like a Pirate Day for a few years was a big deal for us. Yeah, agreed. It was. We had the guys on who uh, who invented it, and we had all sorts of pirate jokes. It's and... never good, though. Oh, I think it was entertaining <laughs> at first. I think it was kind of clever at first. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Did, were you never on board with Talk Like a Pirate nope, Day? Nope, always hated it. Allie, what did you think about it? Uh, one of the dumbest things ever. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's glad it kind of went away. Yeah. Correct, yes. Okay. All right. Um, well, we have a huge uh, program today, including two of our very favorite guests. But I wanted to start with this story. You probably saw it. It was uh, widely reported this week. A seaside town in England called Ipwich. Did you see the story about the weird um, sound that people in the town were hearing? For almost a year? No. Is that a fire detector? 
smoke detector? Smoke detector? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was actually. It actually turned out to be an industrial complex. They had an alarm set up that was intended to scare people away. Uh, it was motion censored, and it was intended to scare people away that came onto the property. Right. But for almost a year. People were complaining to local officials, hey, I'm hearing this sound, this creepy sound. It sounds like somebody's singing or something. One, uh, one resident, Yes, one resident said it was absolutely terrifying. I heard it at all times of the night, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. It was sporadic. Sometimes it would play once. Other times it was over and over. Last week it just played for hours. It was just horrible. And as I said, they tracked it down. The investigation tracked it down to a nearby industrial park. They had a big speaker system that blared this song as an alarm system to deter trespassers. Well, it turned out the reason it was going on and off all the time is because there were spiders that were crawling across the lens of the thing, of the motion detector. Are you kidding? (laughs) Spiders were doing it right. A terrifying nursery rhyme drifted through a neighborhood for a year. The cause? Spiders. Did it sound like this? Wake up. Wake up, teenagers. Don't play with the gun. Nope. Nope. I saved what it sounds like for the end of the story because it is one of the most terrifying things you've ever heard. And... If you if you if you're concerned that you have the baby shark song stuck in your head, oh, look no. out. This is worse. Look out for where you're about to hear. I want you to picture you're laying in bed in your little home in Ipwich, and this is what you hear across the fields in the distance. It's Is awesome. That's terrifying. Yes, I love that. That (laughs) is an episode of the X Files, isn't it? That's so great. It's very haunting, Miss uh, Alice Randall said in a recent interview with the Independent. Oh, don't be a baby. It's a song. It's a ghost child in the (laughs) middle of the night, Kevin. Yeah, you're not hearing it with the lights on on a radio show. You're hearing this in your bed, and you have no idea why or where it's coming from. No, it would not be awesome. That would be awesome. How would it be awesome? You would be convinced somebody was coming to murder you. I think I would love it. I would love the mystery of it, and where is it coming from, and why is the little kid singing? I love it. You would be the first person to call the police and say, hey, somebody's keeping me up at night with this stupid yeah. song. Stop it. Mm, no. Let me play it again and uh, rethink mm. that. Okay. okay. Why would... Zero for effort. <laughs> zero for style. Zero for star quality. And you know what? I'm being generous. Simon hates the ghost baby. (laughs) He really does. Why would an industrial complex choose that to be their alarm? Because they feel like it's freaky as... Yeah, yeah, maybe. And people just run from it? Yeah, that's a strange choice. Yes, it is. And I feel like spider setting it off is a whole nother level (laughs) of creepy to this story. Right. Why so many spiders? It was a surprise, I think, to people that that's what was making it go off. But (sighs) it took almost a year for them to do this investigation and track it down, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. Can you imagine the neighbors getting together going, all right, listen. 
We got to figure this out. Right? It happened again last night at 2 a.m. And yes. wouldn't you think you were crazy? Like, yes. I'm just hearing this. I wonder if anyone else is. And you don't want to ask because oh, you're yeah. cuckoo. That's good times. I am. Uh, I'm. I know, Allie. If it were you, you would be. You definitely think murder, right? Oh, I mean, I'd you, pack up and leave. That's yes. it. <laughs> You'd sell you your have house. to sell your house. <laughs> yes, you'd have to. Yeah. People reported it was the most uh, terrifying thing ever. I felt cold. I felt sick. I thought, what the on earth was that? So that uh, that happened, guys. But mystery solved. Oh wow. That's I awesome. I don't you're, like it. You're going to be thinking about that today, Allie. It yeah. would be a lot of fun to be at the table or in the conference room or wherever they made that decision. What song should we pick? Right. Uh-huh. Let's make it effing creepy. Yes. <laughs> People will not want to come back. I love that. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we? Hey, now, this is getting interesting. We are uh, moving out of the building mm-hmm. on Friday. We're going to ha- be broadcasting from a new place on Monday, fingers crossed. And we've got a lot of crap here. Yeah. A lot of promotional items, a lot of weird stuff that we've accrued over the years. Mm-hmm. A lot of garbage, let's just face Absolutely, it. there's a lot of garbage on there. <laughs> we've done a terrible job of cleaning out the office throughout the years. So on today's program, we're going to give it away with the wheel of crap. Nice. Spin the wheel, you get whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that a little bit later on this morning. We have uh, Joel McHale in okay. studio talking about Assassination Nation. We have Judy Greer on the program today. Oh, <sighs> That was the worst. Please don't make that noise ever. I adore her. Right. And always have. Mm-hmm. And she's delightful and she's wonderful. Right. And she's... Take it easy. Great. Right. I'm glad she's on the phone, though. Yeah, thank God. Well, she could come in. I mean, mm. wouldn't no. kill her. No. It might. And uh, bands you've seen the most. Kevin is a guy who says that he has seen Rush, what is it, 40 times? 40 times. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. It's our friend Kevin, who runs the Kevin Bean Archive. Good guy. Obviously loves Rush. But you would think after, I don't know what the number is, you would go, seen it. <laughs> seen it. Seen it. Been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I bet we have listeners who have seen bands way more than 40 times. I really do. I would guess so. But I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, I've seen some bands a lot. Mm-hmm. But a mm-hmm. lot is... 10 to 20. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a tremendous... I mean, that's right. one of your favorite bands of all time if you see a band 10 times. Right. Mm-hmm. Most people see most bands once, maybe twice. Yes. Yeah. And then they go, well, I've seen them. You know, good show. Or if they love them, most people, I think, see them three to five times. Right. And then they exactly. go, wow, that's crazy. I need to stop doing that. I mean, just the uh, <laughs> just the geography of touring usually doesn't allow you to see a band more than that, you know, more than 10 times because... You know, in a long life, they may come to your town 10 times. Yeah, true. How, how did he even see them 40 times? He must have followed them around. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. What a creep. Is that what we're saying? No, oh. not at all. We're saying he's a committed uh, rock fan. So that's coming up this morning. And we've got your passes for the opening night of Not Scary Farm Takeover as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. You guys want to hear the creepy song yes. again? For yes. The, for the spiders? Yeah. Yes. Two o'clock in the morning, you're in your bed. That's awesome. That's, that's a uh, that's a no. That's a no from from me. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, a no I'm from with me. that guy. I'm the only yes. Yeah, I think you might. Chip's be. a yes. Chip, you're a yes. Oh yeah. All right, good. You two on that side of the console, man. <laughs> 
It's the island of bad decisions over there. <laughs> hey, Allie, it's uh, Wednesday morning. Time for a first look at what's happening. So I guess the question is, what's happening? It's a great question. Thank you. I'd like to answer. Um, yesterday, I really tried um, not to to click on any of the reasons why Toad or Mushroom or Mario Kart were trending. <laughs> but then I saw Bert and Ernie trending, and I'm like, what did they do now? Here's the deal with this. So Bert and Ernie have been on Sesame Street since it started. That's in 1969. Nice. And there's been speculation about their relationship ever since. You know, two dudes sure. living together. Sure. What's going on? Not mm-hmm. a lot of dating going on in their lives. No. So a writer that joined Sesame Street in 1984 cleared it all up, telling an interview um, that he wrote for Bert and Ernie as a gay couple. He saw them as a reflection of his relationship with his partner. Mm-hmm. But he said he wasn't pushing any agenda, but that's just where he was coming from on that. But the people that ran it didn't give him that direction? No. Okay. No. So then a spokesperson for Sesame Street comes out and says, as we've always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves, even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics. They remain puppets. They do not have a sexual orientation. I mean, that's a good point. It's a great point. Uh-huh. Um, and then Frank Oz came out. You, you know, longtime puppeteer. Frank Oz just, came out? No. Oh. Uh, came out and said I this. See. Good, good catch right there. Yeah. He um, also said, it seems Mr. Mark Sussman was asked if Bert and Ernie are gay. It's fine that he feels they are. They're not, of course. But why that question? Does it really matter? Why the need to define people as only gay? There's much more to a human being than being than just straightness or gayness. And then the floodgates opened on Frank Oz. <laughs> Good Lord. The man spent about five hours responding people responding to people in what seemed to me like the kindest, most open way. Um, mm-hmm. When people were saying, why don't you just say it, Frank Oz? You hate gays. I'm like, that, what, <laughs> what is happening? What is going on in the world that you are so mad at a guy that's like, no, just puppets. We don't need to define them as that. I understand representation. I understand you would like to see yourself on the big screen, that type of thing. I get it. If you think Bert and Ernie are gay, Cool. Go with it. Go with it. Yeah, wonderful. Of course, I mean, really, what two self-respecting gay puppets would wear those stripes? That's all <laughs> I'm saying. And the unibrow. Don't get me started on that. There would be some grooming. There would be some grooming. But it was insane yesterday. Yeah. Just insane. I mean, there was nothing, even for the writer in the 80s who had his relationship with his partner in mind, there wasn't anything ever written into the show. No. It was it was all just how he approached the character. Right. So it's open for interpretation, whatever you want it to be. Sure. Right? Sure. But don't, plus, come, at, don't come at Miss Piggy, though, right? Plus puppets. Wait, plus, puppets. Puppets. Yeah. plus puppets. Yes. Yeah. That is true. And people were saying... Well, Miss Piggy and Kermit had a relationship, and then other people were saying, well, it's very different. Those were Muppets, and Sesame Street was for a younger audience. They never did anything like that. But Oscar the Grouch had a girlfriend. Just saying. So they did have relationships, but let's calm the hell down, everybody. Can we? I I also feel, going back to Frank Oz for a second, that a pig and a frog can really not do much together anyway. I mean, they can be affectionate 
But that's about it with what they've got, right? I mean, someone's put we, some thought into this. Are we discussing puppet sex? Yes, and how we are. it would work? Interspecies puppet well, sex. Well, I mean, a pig, that... a pig and a frog, right? No, but think they, about it. Well, hold on. Here's the thing they're not a pig and a frog, they're oh. a pig and a frog puppet. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the puppet part. Right. Okay. 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 That makes sense. All right. All I'm saying is leave Fozzie out of all this. He's perfect. He loves a pork pie hat and a scarf. <laughs> He's just happy being waka, him. Waka. However yeah. you want to think of Fozzie, think it. Hey, uh, Kermit loves a pork pie, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I, uh, some birthdays yep. for you. Jeremy Irons. He's an actor. Nile Rogers, right? Right. Right. That was your That's My Jam pick, Kevin. Yes, it was. Little Nile Rogers song. Danielle Panabaker, she's from The Flash, and Jimmy Fallon, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, time for the Afro Line, 323-520-AFRO. 24 hours a day, it's the way you can give us feedback anytime you think about it. Uh, this guy's very excited about what time of year it is. Hey, Kevin and Bean, it's just one more month, and then Halloween Spooks is coming out. Yeah! <laughs> Kevin, have you uh, come around on Halloween spooks as being a, a holiday tradition here on the program? Um, is it a holiday tradition? Yes, but only because you forced it on us. And our listeners love it. Yeah. But do they? It's a delightful it's song. Just it is delightful. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Halloween spooks outside my window. It's just, it's not good. Halloween I understand. Beside a tree. <laughs> think of the lyrics, could <laughs> I thought it was behind That's them. That's a terrible it. song, and you guys both know it. <laughs> Yeah, you both know it. All of that stuff, we'll be right? We'll it very soon, sir. This guy has a, uh, a very funny story. <laughs> I'm at the grocery store, and this couple in front of me has this little kid. He's running around and grabbing things, and he's throwing them on the floor, and he's yelling, and they're going, Nate, stop that, stop that, put that back, put that back. And then I go outside, I see him at the car, and he's still acting up and grabbing things, and the mom finally says, Kevin, would you stop that already? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> You can't blame me for other kids. Always a Kevin. Always a Kevin. Hey, guys. So I'm a little concerned. Um, I think I'm part of Kevin's cult. I'm I'm starting to notice some serious changes in my personality. Mm. First of all, I never liked action movies at all. I went and saw The Meg three times this weekend. Oh. I was very happy about so much loud and driving to the theater, I had almost no gas in my car. Uh-oh. And I've now started to throw out my underwear every time I wear a pair. I just throw it out and get another pair. <laughs> it, I cut my hair short, bleached it blonde. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I've been a big fan. He's Kevin. Damn it. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I uh, am in no way qualified to give medical advice, but you need an intervention, sir. Oh, agreed. You need a doctor to sit down with you and, and prescribe you something. Hello, my favorite morning people. I am a podcast listener, and I want to talk about awkward boners. I was in high school, and we had a guy on the wrestling team that had to wrestle a girl from another school. And I think this was our freshman year, and she was cute. Needless to say, he's wearing a singlet, and he got up, and the sticking out, and never lived it down. <laughs> no one could ever blame him in that situation, by the way. I'm sorry, but, you're in high school, and you're wrestling a cute girl? But you wouldn't ever let him forget it. No. I guess that's right? fair. That's fair. Uh, Bean was, we were having a conversation about um, Jeopardy. 
and how Alex Trebek goes up and talks to the different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bean was mocking how dull their stories were. Mm-hmm. And Ali, back me up. It's always the dullest stories you've ever heard. They tend to be really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Listen, Bean, you do not get to mock the Jeopardy contestants for being boring. You do not get the chance the opportunity to say that their stories are boring. You started the show talking about a goddamn moth going into your goddamn refrigerator for like 10 minutes. You do not get the satisfaction of pointing out people's boring stories. That is not, no, sir. No, sir. Good day, sir. I think I agree with him. He's man. I think first, I agree with him. First of all, R.I.P. Pablo. He named his mosquito and or moth. He's not sure. Right. Well, I just saw him for a second. That he's sure he saw fly into his fridge, but Uh then couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, gone. Mm -hmm. That was a 10-minute story that seemed like a half hour. (laughs) The guy's absolutely all right. But maybe a little taps being for Pablo because people are feeling the pain. Hey. heard about Pablo, man. (laughs) Can't believe it. I can't either. (sighs) He was so young, man. Ah, oh, so freaking life was ahead of him. Was he young? You know, we had plans to hang out by the porch light that night. <laughs> I wonder why he didn't show up. Oh. R.I.P. Pablo. R.I.P., buddy. Our listeners are taking it hard, and, and understandably so. It was a big loss for the community. Pablo said do 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 do. Pablo said do 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 do. Pablo said do 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 do. He's dead in your fridge. <laughs> Okay, that's just too soon, sir. Too soon. Uh, I think the taps are done because oh. people are... But okay. is the topic of Pablo over now? Oh, oh, no. Pablo. Oh, you're so young, Pablo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pablo, no. I don't even know what's happening there. I have asked myself the same question, though, sir. Thank you. Bing, you're a dick. You didn't even look for Pablo. Right? I know. Right? He's in there somewhere. You didn't even bother. You dick. Hey, Steve. Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. No needed. No needed. The guy said, hey, Steve. Dick. Dick. Don't have this kind of time. How oh, we do? Dick. What a Giant dick. Okay. Dick. That's, uh, dick. That's dick. We got the gist. You didn't look, man. Dick. I did. You didn't look, man. Dick. 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 What a dick. Dick. Right. Dick. 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 Point maker. Thank you. Dick. 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 a giant dick. 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 Dick.
How do you feel now about listeners having the ability to say hit a seat? Three two three five two zero A F R O twenty four hours a day. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. All right. Uh, I saw a post on social media the other day from our friend uh, Kevin, who uh, runs the Kevin Bean Archive, which oh, is the an, good Kevin, the good Kevin, as we call him. Yes. What? <laughs> it is a phenomenal project that he has undertaken for, well, we can ask him, for many, many, many years, he has been archiving every second of the Kevin and Bean show. No one knows why. I can't get him to a doctor. I keep trying. I said, there's something seriously wrong with you, son. But he continues to work harder than we do on our behalf for the program. There are many, many times where we go, hey, we need a clip from, oh, do we have it? No, let's go get it from him. (laughs) Get it from the archive, right. So, um, he was tweeting about the fact that he has seen the band Rush in concert 40 times. You you said 40. Did you mean four? No, 40. Hmm. 40. And um, no complaints on his choice. Rush is an amazing band and one of the great live bands of all time. And also, I'd like to say, as an aside, the ugliest band that has ever walked the face of the earth. Oh, Alex Lifeson's not that bad. Uh, Getty, let's, yeah. Yeah. All right. 40 times, though. How did it happen? We thought we'd talk to Kevin, and then we thought we'd take your stories of bands that you have seen an extreme amount of time. Kevin, welcome back to the Kevin DeVito Show, my friend. How are you? Good, I think. <laughs> Too early, but I'm I'm hopeful. It's weird that uh, this conversation you're going to have to post later on the Kevin and Bean archive. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but... he'll get that oh. right up. Oh, okay. See how, it goes. see how it goes. So, did I read correctly? You have seen the band Rush, the great uh, Canadian prog rock gods, forty times. That is correct. You've done the math correct. Actually, you just read the post correct. I was going to say it's not much math. <laughs> um. Walk us through this. How old were you when you first discovered Rush? Oh, when I were going to put ages and dates on things, huh? Um, I saw them for the first time when I was, I believe, uh, 15. Okay. On the the Moving Pictures Tour when Tom Sawyer came out. Okay. Uh, I had been playing drums probably two years maybe by that point. And uh, Neil Peart had been uh, an inspiration and was all these four decades been my my main, main inspiration. So... Hence uh, my uh, perseverance of their live shows. Understood. Okay, so you see them when you're 15, and then I imagine they probably don't come back through town. You're too young to be traveling much. They don't come back through town probably for another two or three years, right? Yeah, they came back uh, on another tour uh, a year and a half later, and uh, I think I was a senior in high school. They, uh, I had to I had to convince my, my mom that I should be able to go a second time and the second time to be on a school night. And then there was an article in LA Times saying that it might be their last tour. Yeah, right. <laughs> what a sucker. That's how they get you. Yeah. And so from that point on, I started seeing as much as I could. And are all of these 40 concert appearances in Southern California? Or did you at one point, as we were guessing earlier, maybe traveled with the group? I really wish I had had the time and the means to travel. Uh, you saw them, you saw them 40 old, times? No, I them in... Um, uh, Orange County and Long Beach and L.A. and uh, and uh, four times in San Diego. Four times what? in San Diego, 20 times in L.A., twice in Long Beach, once in San Bernardino, and 13 times in, in uh, Orange County. Wow. they It's um, it's unbelievable that 
any band has played Southern California 40 times in 40 years, isn't it? Yeah, they played, played the, at least the times I saw them. I saw them 12 times at the Forum and, and uh, nine times at Irvine Meadows. Was there a point when you, yeah, was there a point on your 25th or 30th Rush concert where you thought, you know what, I've seen it? Never. Never? Never. Hmm. Never and and there were do they change it up? I saw them back to back, uh, you know, one night after the next, and uh, still just fantastic. Do they change it up or do they play the same set? They are are very slow to change things up. They may if they're in uh, in town for more than one night, they may switch a song or two. <laughs> that's that's about it. But that's that's fine. And you, you know, enjoy just, uh, you, you every make, last one of them. You enjoy yeah. them. And uh, I to point out that just. Random coincidence that the 40th time I saw them was the final show on their 40th anniversary tour and the final show they ever did. Oh wow! Oh wow! All so right. they're they're done. They're off the road. That number will not increase. Yeah. So you saw the final show they ever did when you were 15, and then the last one as well. The first, my first show, and then the final. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's crazy. That is impressive. What if I were to tell you, young Kevin, that we have a caller on the line who has seen a band 80. Times. Would what? you like us to hang hang up on you and go to him? If you must. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kevin Abid Archive. Uh, that's our friend Kevin. Thank you so much for jumping on. All right. Let's get uh, let's get into. I think it's is it Quinn? Is that is that right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the wrong no, one. I'm sorry. It's Paul. Paul. It's Paul Line Four. Paul Line Four. I'm sorry. Hey Paul. Hey, what's up, guys? So that dude saw Rush 40 times. You laugh at that. Hey, I give props to that guy because Rush is a phenomenal live band. I've seen them probably like 12 times and loved it every time. All right. You're going to beat it, though. What do you got? Okay, but I've seen the greatest metal band ever 80 times. 80? When Slayer's in town, you got to go. Slayer, okay. 80 and times. So basically, every show that Slayer's played in L.A. or San Diego since 1990 when I turned 18. And they are on their farewell tour right now. Yeah, I think we're going to get another show because they're calling it the farewell tour, but it wasn't the last leg. I I suspect the last show will be in L.A. because they're from L.A. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even if you – I know a lot of people that don't like Slayer and or don't like metal, and they've said Slayer – Slayer Live is really, really good. It is yeah. an the only amazing band show. I've ever seen that gives me the same energy as Slayer is Rage Against the Machine Live. Wow, mm. that's impressive. And uh, same question for the last caller then, and that is when it gets to be like your 50th show, your 60th show, you're still pumped and you still go and you still love it. I mean, they're not as fast. That happens to every metal band as they were before. Sure. But, you know, they, they change stuff up now where they'll play like their best album. They played Rain of Blood on one tour all the way through, which is cool. They played Seasons of the Abyss all the way through on a tour, which is cool. Rush has done the same thing. Rush played... Um, you know, they played moving pictures all the way through, which was a really, you know, one of their one of their big albums. So yeah, yeah, I, that I mix, mixes it up. When they do that, and you kind of know, hey, I'm getting one of my favorite CDs, the whole CD. Sure, you're not going to have a bad time. When we no. went to Slayer at Irvine Meadows, that's when we ran into this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> you each suck. <laughs> your mom die 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 <laughs> your mom die 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 <laughs> your mom die 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 <laughs> your mom yeah <laughs> that's actually paul <laughs> that might be paul all right great uh, great call 
You're a great fan of the band Slayer. We appreciate you listening and checking in with us. All right, man? All right. Hey, you guys, thank you very much. Been listening to you for a long time. Love you guys. Thank Have you, man. Day. Thanks thank very much. Thank you. All right. All right. 1-800-520-1067. You're not going to believe the numbers up on the board from our listeners, and you're not going to believe some of the artists that they've seen 30, <laughs> 40, 50, and 60 times. We'll take some calls next right after this. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Ed. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. We are talking about artists that you love so much you've seen them dozens of times. Who's yours? For, forget dozens. I've seen Adam Ant Live 56 times. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. You said Adam Ant Live. Yes, I did. That's what you meant. Okay. All right. Now, this is not a situation like the last couple callers where they where the act always comes to Southern California. Adam Ant goes decades between appearances here. How are you able to even do that? Well, and, and that's true. So I was seeing him a lot in the 80s, and then he, he stopped touring, and he was gone for like a decade, and his first appearance back was the K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. Right? I remember. So, Great show. It was an amazing show. And so on that tour, I, I went, I flew to Florida. I saw him in Florida because I was nervous. You know, he'd never come back. And then now when, uh, in fact, recently he's been traveling a lot. I remember on my 18th birthday, he was playing up in Santa Barbara. And um, I wanted to go see him. And my mom was crushed because she wanted to be with me on my birthday. So <laughs> she agreed to go. She agreed to go with me. I, I was just going to ask that. And did she love it? <laughs> Well, so check this out. I called the venue. I said, hey, I'm bringing my mom up. They said, hey, we happen to have two front row tickets that just came available. We'll hook you up with front row tickets. And I said, I can't do that. I'm too nervous. What would happen to my mom in the front row? So we ended up sitting in the back of the venue. But, what? Uh, why, would you, why would you uh, why, and why would you call the venue to clear with them that it was okay to bring your mom? Another good question. No, no, no. That, that, this was back in the day before online apps. You had to call and buy tickets online or sleep overnight at, in front of a uh, venue yeah, for just, a ticket. So. Just weird that you were bragging about your date, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Hey, last, hey, hey. last question. <laughs> what is it about uh, ant music that gets you so crazy? I, I got to tell you, I grew up with the music. It's it's really been the soundtrack of my life, growing up with K-Rock, listening to it. And uh, it's just a fun, it's all, he puts on an amazing show. He's been touring a lot lately. I've seen him six times this year. So wow. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's too many times this year. <laughs> but he's, he's having a great time, Kevin. <laughs> all right. We appreciate your calling so much, Ed. We're getting uh, all sorts of text messages on this topic, too, of the bands that you've seen the most. Here's one. Um, I've lost count after the 45th time I've seen the Airborne Toxic event. Now, that's a band that hadn't even been around that long. Wow. 45th time. 45th time they've been together, what do you think, 10, 12 years, something like that? That person in the band? And they're uh, not together anymore, so, right? Um, That I don't know, but that seems like a lot for that it band. It does, yes. yes. 
Here's a, a listener from the 951. I've seen Incubus over 40 times. Just saw them for the sixth time this year at Kaboo. Can't wait to see them with System of Down next month. I love my Incu fam I've met throughout the years. Well, that may be part of the draw, too. Is, you sure. Know, that's, that used to be what a lot of people used to say about the dead is uh, or fish is it's the community. It's you go because you know you're going to be hanging with uh, you know people just like you. So, All right. Let's take some more calls at 1-800-520-1067. And let's try Quinn. He's got two on the list that couldn't oh. be more different. Hey, Quinn. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. You know what we're talking about. Who do you want to add to the list? Um, Sade is like one of my favorite performers. Did you say and Sade? Sade, yeah. And I'm a huge K-Rock fan. I've listened to K-Rock when it was on the amp. Right. I'll be 50 this Sunday. But uh, when I first saw Sade in 88, after I saw that one show, I was hooked. I, I was just like, I'm going to see her every time I possibly can. Now it's pretty cool when I show up to shows. I see the bandmates. They know my name, so it's pretty cool when I'm with people. Do they know the your name because because the there's a, a sign saying "Keep this guy out"? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and Sade's another one who doesn't tour all that often, too. So you yeah. really got to plan around that. All right. Who's and how many times was Sade? Uh, Sade was 49. All right. And who and else you I've got? Seen, I've seen the Cure. I've seen the Cure over 57 times. 57? I mean, I'm, that's not even counting festivals. That's not even counting the times I've seen them at festivals. That's just Cure shows specifically. I respect it. That's awesome. K-Rock bands, a lot of K-Rock bands. David Bowie, I've seen the Stones a few times. Rush, I've seen Rush 15 times. Amazing. I've even seen Slayer. Slayer once. I only saw him once. It was a badass show. (laughs) Here's a man who enjoys going to concerts. That's that's my takeaway here. All right, sir. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it so much. Hey, uh, Julie, you hang on. I promise we are going to get to you because you're blowing my mind. Let's go to Vince Los Alamitos, line three, up next on the Kevin Abid Show. Hey, Vince. Good morning. Morning. All right, who you got? So I really, really, really like the band U2. Mm-hmm. I've seen them 56 times in six different countries, and I'd like to thank K-Rock and the Kevin and Bean Show for that, because back in 2009, I won the uh, summer trip to Europe to go see U2 four times. Wow. 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 Well, we picked and the right winner alive. that time. It worked out well. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. That's a band, though, that also earns it. You know that band puts on a show no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no complaints I, here. I Great. was also fortunate enough to see The Breakfast with Kevin and Bean at uh, Universal All right. Studios. It's a long time ago. It's the only time I've seen Bean drink champagne. Uh, <laughs> and Guinness. Black Guinness, dog. by the way. Yes. All right, great call, sir. Appreciate that. We're not going to have time for all of these. We've got a Weezer 57 times, you guys. I was thinking, I was wondering how many times I'd seen Weezer. I'm sure it's north of 30. Mm -hmm. Seen him a lot, yeah. Yeah. We've got a Newfound Glory for 50. Uh Uh-huh. Newfound Glory, 50 times. I'm sorry, Kim, we don't have time for you. Let's end with uh, Julie. She's in Laguna Hills. She'll be our final caller on this, and this one might be tough to beat. Hey, Julie. Hi, how are you? We are good, thank you. I've seen 311 291 times. Uh, what? You, you know what? Your your phone broke up because it sounded like on this end that you said 291 times. That's right. I'm 20 away from 311, so I'm hoping it's a breakfast with 311 for me. I see. Okay. So uh, here's my follow-up question. Do you like the band? It's a, good, it's a, good a little one. bit. <laughs> Have you traveled to follow them? There's no way they've played that many shows in Southern California, right? No, I've um, I've been tour- I've been going since '96. Every single tour since then, and um, just this year alone, I went to Oklahoma, Kansas, and Minnesota. Those are my new three, three states. I've been to every cruise. I hit my 250th and my 200th show on the cruise. Um, so I've been following them for 22 years. Well, 22 plus years. Wow. Do you go to? <laughs> 
all of their 311 days they do? The I, special? I've been to every single one except for the first one. Every Halloween show, all the cruises. Oh how I've been to Japan, Canada. Yeah, there's a lot of us. I've been to a lot of shows, actually. Um, there's a guy that's trying to beat me right now. He's like at 250 or Son something. Son of a bitch. Oh. Oh. Suck it. I hate that guy. He's the worst. What do you write it up to? I mean, obviously you love the music. I mean, are you like in love with Nick or something? Like, what's the real no. draw here? <laughs> no, it's now it's just a family thing. I mean, we go to shows together. I, I made so many friends over the years. When I got married, um, we had two tables of 311 fans that came from other states to um, to join us on our wedding, and my husband's super supportive. Um, he's been at over 50 shows in the 10 years that I've known him. He wasn't a big fan when I met him, and it's just, it's it's a big family now, so that's, we go to each other's weddings, baby showers, everything. That's awesome. I feel like 311 should have played your wedding, by the way, for right? what you've done for <laughs> this them. point. I wish. That, <laughs> I just want them to play a special show for my 311th, and I'll be fine with that. All right, Julie, so glad you were listening, so glad you called. Thanks a bunch, okay? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, some ground rules. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, come on. No, listen, no, Bean. I am a Hall of Fame professional mm-hmm. broadcaster. No creepy noises. I mm-hmm. don't make creepy noises. You do. The last I, time I said she was coming on, you made that noise. You said you said who was coming on? Judy Greer. <gasps> That don't noise. do that. Why but do you do that? Because that's but just don't. it's glee and it's joy. There's nothing <sighs> creepy about it. It's just admiration for one of the most delightful women in the world. That's Don't all. you let other people decide if it's creepy. All right, let's say hi to Miss Judy Greer. It's been too far, too long since she's been on the program. Hey, Judy. <laughs> hi, guys. And Allie, hi. Hi, Judy. It's great to talk to you again. I know we have a lot of ground to cover, but Kevin wants to embarrass me with a story. Oh, please. <laughs> She knows the story. I'm so happy. We were at Comic Con. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. We were at Comic Con, and you were walking by. And you were in a hurry. You had a bunch of places to go, and a bunch of people talking to you. And Bean was standing off to the side. And Bean says, oh, no. "Yes, because your Twitter handle is Miss Judy Greer." Mm-hmm. So Bean says, yes. "Hey, Miss Judy Greer," <laughs> and you just walked right past him. Oh, no, let my. me just let me just say, hundred right percent didn't see him or hear him. We know that, <laughs> but it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That was a present for you. <laughs> yes. Well, Kevin is still feasting on that present too because because he saw how excited I was, oh. like the joy that I ran into you at Comic Con, and I was going to say oh. hi. The one-two punch of that happened. Was so great, <laughs> like the payoff could not have been better. Had she stopped and talked why to you, being laughing? because it's hilarious. That's why. <laughs> why am I laughing? It's hilarious. So uh, awful. Hey, Miss Judy Greer. Hi. <laughs> let me uh, let me bring people up to speed with the hardest working actress in Hollywood. I feel underemployed when I see what you've done because <laughs> y- y- this year alone, you've already been in the fifteen seventeen to Paris. You were the Measure of the Man movie. You were in the Ant Man and the Wasp movie on TV. You did Arrested yeah. Development. You do Archer, yeah. Showtime, yeah. Kidding. Now the new show that you're on. All of that plus you directed a movie. I don't know how you have time to sleep, even Judy. It's ridiculous. I... I know. I am so tired. I'm so tired. But like that happy tired, you know, not sure. like the hangover tired, like the happy tired where you're like, I'm just going to keep running on adrenaline because this is awesome. <laughs> and maybe I'll never work again. And I don't know. <laughs> but at, at this point, you've been in over a hundred movies and TV shows. I think you can pretty much take a vacation and know that you're still going to get employed. We're just saying maybe a week. Maybe take a, a week, week off. You guys are insane. I would maybe 
maybe do maybe like maybe a long weekend. A but long, like a home, just like a staycation, just in case. Wow, that's, that's no, unbelievable. You have issues. I do need a vacation. <laughs> I, do. I do have issues, clearly, which I didn't realize until I started doing press like this round. And people are like, how do you have time to do anything? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't. I need a life. Well, at least you don't have a bunch of kids. I mean, that would really complicate your life. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have that. I just have the two step kids. So I'm, I'm so far doing okay in that department. By the way, uh, Kevin, you remember when Judy came in when she told us that she and her husband lived apart because of school and work yeah. and everything else? Oh, yeah. The big news is, as I understand, news, Judy, from, from the, yes. Google, the, the Judy Greer Google alert that I have, oh, that, that <laughs> you guys, after seven years, are finally moving in together. We're moving into one house together. Yeah, it was really a, a sad day, I guess, at work. My husband's job, I guess, that came up in a news feed and all of the guys at work were making fun of him. That it says, like, Judy Greer finally lets her husband move in with her after seven years. Which is probably not the case anyway. But it, is, it did make me giggle because he's already, like, Mr. Greer. And he's like, when we go to hotels, like, can you tell them that my last name isn't Greer? Like... And then to have that, it's really That's amazing. Awesome. It made me really, it made me really happy that that was how they worded the headline. <laughs> are you uh, are you guys going to be able to stand each other full time? Do you think? Hey, well, we're, it's all an experiment, you know. I mean, so far so good. I've been okay. really busy, so um, oh, that helps. Yeah. That helps a yeah, lot. But uh, we're doing good. We're doing not good. spending time with him can make a relationship last a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't know what I don't like. I don't know what I'm missing. It's the terrors. All right. Let's talk about kidding. Miss Judy Greer is on the phone. And uh, Showtime debuted this a couple of weeks ago. And it was one Uh of those those shows. And you know this, Judy. You see the press that people just flipped over. A, because Jim Carrey's back on TV and he's a great actor. But B, it's so, what's the word I used, Allie? Unsettling. It's so unsettling. It's Mm -hmm. It's like watching... A time bomb, and you know at some point this guy who plays <laughs> yes. a mild-mannered children's television host, you know he's just going to explode, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it, like, so we did 10 episodes. They've aired two so far. Um, it is like nothing I've ever, ever read before. And I... And, like, knowing the writers and hanging out with them on set while we would shoot episodes and then, like, a new script would come in, like, episode six would come in and you would read it and be like, who are you people? And then, like, (laughs) the people that were just, like, getting coffee and, like, oh, do you you need, like, a stirrer? But that's a person who's, like, come up with this idea that is so bananas insane. Like, every script just got more and more, I love the word unsettling, uh, than the one before. Yeah, like... Stuff is going to go down, and yeah. it is really <laughs> yeah. going to be good. I got the screeners, and it was the first four. So I watched the first one, and I was oh. like, yeah, I got to watch the second one. Watch the third one, watch the fourth one, and then I emailed my friend at Showtime, like, I need more. I need more immediately. <laughs> because I'm telling okay. you, it is, Judy, it's such a butthole pucker. Like, I'm so <laughs> terrified and nervous. I'm just going to say this. Check the house next door. Just check check the burner. <laughs> check the stove. Please. Oh, I mean, like, dude, so you've seen more. I've read them all, obviously, but you've seen more. I've only seen the first two. I'm so excited. Oh, like, three I, and four are fantastic, just so you know. It, it just gets better and better <laughs> and does. better and better and better and weirder and crazier and more, like, Michelle Gondry-like as it goes on. And, like, Dave Holstein, who created the show, is just such a weird genius. And, and he's a playwright, so that's why the scenes are, like, 
we don't have to do anything. We just memorize our lines. They're so well written and weird and layered, and it's so good. It's great. I'm so lucky. All right, I have to ask, and maybe I'm putting you on the spot. You won't be able to answer uh, honestly, but Jim Carrey <laughs> seems like he's a weirdo. That's just yeah. the acting, right? In real life, he's he's cool. <laughs> well, he's very, very cool. A, oh, good. I would totally not say if he wasn't. You're right. Right. So, sure. Okay. But um, but I also wouldn't say that if he wasn't. So yes, he is like so cool. But he's different. I mean, he is real and he is like vulnerable and he's honest and he is fearless in his personality, in his performance, obviously, but like just in who he is as a person. Like, I. I think he might be the normal one, and maybe we're crazy. Like, mm, I, whoa, oh, wow. Slow down. Out there. Slow down. I'm sorry. I, I just love the guy. I really <laughs> just blew our him. minds there. Judy, we're living in the upside down now. <laughs> Judy, this is this is not going to sound great at the beginning. But I'm a little over Jim Carrey. I feel like he's a little bit more Jim Carrey than he is any character he plays until this show. This show, mm-hmm. he lo- he's lost in that character immediately to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a compliment. I mean, I I agree. You know, like, you have to be careful, I guess, when you're that famous. You just are your own name all right. the time. But I don't think that's the case here. And I think, you know, we worked, not we, me, like, I had anything to do with it. But, this, like, the showrunners, they, they worked really hard just to make it. Just take credit for it, Judy. We don't know. <laughs> you know, when I came up with the idea of this show. When I taught Jim Carrey how to act. <laughs> All right. I know you have to go, but I have one I have one final question about kidding. Uh, and it's something that happened in, in episode two. A guy yes. is sucking on your toes, Judy. Yes, and is that, that happened. Did you, ha- <laughs> did, did you have stunt double toes or was that really yours? And is that the weirdest scene you've ever filmed? Uh, my toes, yes, weirdest scene, and definitely that actor is Justin Kirk, who is my friend, and he's amazing, and leading up to the shooting of that scene, I sent him uh, a lot of pictures I found on the internet of really ugly feet, saying, like, these are my feet, is that going to be a problem? Prepare yourself. Wait, sorry, these are my feet, and there's some, like, really gnarly feet I was texting him. Um, That's amazing. That made me really happy. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. You got to go. Kidding airs uh, Sunday nights on Showtime. Um, please come yes. back when you're in town. We want to talk about Halloween. Yes. We want to talk about the movie you directed. We have so much ground to cover. But, Judy, we love having you on the Kevin and Bean Show. Thank you again for your Thank time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Judy. Bye-bye. Bye now. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Yes, we remember the Judy Greer times. Yes, we do. I miss her so much. Right. By the way, we were so busy, we didn't get a chance to mention that she is making her directorial debut in a movie in theaters uh, Friday. It's called A Happening of Monumental Proportions. It looks awesome. Kevin, this cast, everyone from Jennifer Garner to Kamal Namji... I'm sorry, I'd like you to say that correctly, please. Because he's a friend of the show. Allison Janney, Mm -hmm. Katie Holmes, Common, Bradley Whitford, the list goes on and on and on. Keanu Reeves is in this movie. She directed it. Sorry, what's Kumail's last name? Nanjiani. Yes, Nanjiani. Nanjiani, right, I got it. Come on, man. Don't come at me. No, you didn't have Kumail or Nanjiani. It was perfect. It wasn't. What I'm saying, it's at the Lemley Theaters starting Friday. You should go check it out and support our friend Judy Greer. Uh, Joel McHale coming up right after the top of the hour. Allie's here now. Time for What's Happening. 
Guys, I saw this story yesterday, and I have been creeped out ever since. It was Millie Bobby Brown. We know her from Stranger Things. She's 11. Well, she's 14, but her her name on the show is 11. Right. And she was speaking to Access Hollywood on the red carpet about her friendship with Drake. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind when you listen to this, 14-year-old Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown talking about her friendship with 31-year-old Drake. What about your relationship with Drake? Tell me about your friendship. How did this all come about? I love him. I met him in Australia, and um, he's honestly so fantastic and a great friend and a great uh, great role model. You know, we text, we just texted each other the other day, and he was like, I miss you so much. I was like, I miss you more. He's coming to Atlanta, so I'm definitely going to go and see him. I'm so excited, yeah. You and Drake? That's awesome. That's awesome. What advice does he give you? Like, what does he say? Uh, about boys. He helps me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's wonderful. I love What's him. What's his advice with boys? You know, that stays in the text messages. <laughs> uh, he's well, a, I think you're making a lot out of this if you're trying to turn this into creepy. A 31-year-old man should never be texting a 14-year-old child, Bean. Why can't they just be friends? Why can't a they... A 31-year-old man should not be friends with a 14-year-old child, Bean. Unless they're family of some kind, but first they're not. All, all celebrities know each other. First of all, and second of all, okay, yeah. good. It sounds very innocent. Yeah. yeah, it's a little creepy. It's super creepy. I watched a video of her explaining how they met. She got um, word that he really wanted to meet her, and she's like, oh, "Drake wants to meet me." So she picked out her outfit. She was staying in a hotel. Mm. They met at the hotel. Okay. And then they had dinner, okay. and then I'm, like I'm the back, whole I'm back thing. It out. I'm back it out now. Just. <laughs> bizarre and creepy and then you hear that oh drake's now dating an 18 year old that he's known since she was 16 Uh, all right you won me over now it's creepy uh, all right that's creepy now it's creepy yeah i mean like kevin said it is different when it's family like i've had a text relationship with my nieces who i'm very close to yes that's very for years that's nowhere what we're talking about. And I get very little little into their business, too, by the way. It's not it's not that sort of thing. I'm not giving them boy advice for anything. <laughs> That's good, too. <laughs> probably probably good. All right. I am going to say, Allie, you have convinced me that it is now, uh, it is right. now, it's now creepy. I've talked about it on the air that when I was 14, a senior in high school asked me to prom. And my dad said, over my dead body. And I was I was so mad. And I was like, how dare you? I'm a freshman. And I can go to prom with this senior. And then years later, I thought about it. And I was like, what did an 18-year-old <laughs> want to do with a 14-year-old kid? Your dad knew. My dad knew. Yeah. I know. Drake knows. <laughs> I, I mean, this is... This, this is, is concerning. Yeah. So your fear is that, I mean... to put Is that the, he's grooming her. Yes. And yes. that he can't wait till she turns 18. Can't wait? Why would he wait, is what I'm saying. Well... You're grooming a 14-year-old child. I don't care how mature she is. I don't care how old she seems out there in the universe. And where are her mom and dad when she's at hotels meeting Drake for mm. dinner? I don't know why I'm taking this so I'm hard, not but sure either. damn it. Well, you f- you fear for the young woman's safety. That's where. It's just mm. bizarre. That is it weird. Is. It is. I'm now looking at Drake lyrics like, mm, I see you, Drake. Right? <laughs> <sighs> and this one I blame not only on you and I, Bean, but I, I, I blame Bob Saget for this as well. No, Kevin, uh-oh. you're good. I'm you're out. You're good in this. I'm clean. Good. You're clean. In November, the band... The Crash Test Dummies. Reuniting. <laughs> 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 Reuniting.
fighting for a tour honoring the 25th anniversary of their breakthrough album, God Shuffled His Feet, which of course features. Mm-hmm. I'm gone one Friday, yeah. and they had and they play Crash Test Dummies mm, for for Texter 100. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, Bob Saget. So he, what? He wanted us so to. So what? I, I'm blaming him. Are you? But it was also us. Yeah, it was. Um, who's waiting for that 25th anniversary tour for that album? Just you two and Bob. No. I feel like Bob's got to go, right? Yeah, you gotta you gotta send it to Bob. For <laughs> yeah, sure. for sure. It's just crazy. All right, let's get to Joel McHale. But some birthdays: Jeremy Irons, Jimmy Fallon, Nile Rogers, and Danielle Panabaker. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. How are you, Joel McHale? It's nice to hear your voice. It's great to see you. We appreciate you coming in, as we always do. You can't see me. Um, yes, I can. Yeah, oh, a camera right there. oh yes. yes, he's taking photos. Oh, thanks. So you know, I'm topless. Yeah. Um, Doctor Drew's birthday party was worth worst birthday party ever, right? Uh, well, there no one died, so that I'm sure that's happened at some birthday parties. Good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I'm just glad it turned into a work event. And I yeah. Felt, I felt almost, <laughs> Dr. Drew knows how to monetize everything. Everything. I didn't, I didn't know him. any of that was happening. I just showed up and it was like they were on the stage and they were doing a podcast and they had a lineup of people and Joel was one of them and yeah. Steve-O was there. The sound and, quality was incredible. No one was listening. <laughs> Zero people were listening. They for were those all talking of you, at full volume. For the 12 people out there listening to this, uh, <laughs> just so you, it would be like walking into, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to a, I'm going to a, like say a Super Bowl party, and then it is just uh, uh, seventeen hundred dogs barking endlessly. <laughs> and then you go, all right, I've been barked at for two hours, and now I gotta go. I'm, I, I it was uh, God bless him again. I'm sure he made money. I saw and Joel I'm mad on, that I didn't make money. I saw Joel on the way out. I was like, I'm, I can't. I, it's just, I'm not even going to get to say hi to him. I felt bad for you because it was, it was already past your bedtime. Yeah, I, right. I didn't mind, but then we had to yell at Drew. We were like, come on, man. You got you well, enough. This, this is what's so weird is you guys went, as many other people did, because they like Dr. Drew. He's a nice I love guy. Him, I love and you, and you, Yeah, and you want to be able to you know, wish him a happy birthday. But you couldn't even get to him unless right. you were on his podcast where Joel now, like he said, it turns into a work event. Where yeah. now he's got to be wacky. You know what I mean? He just it, wanted to go and be a guest. I turned 60 during that party. <laughs> I was so exhausting. It, it also was people that weren't comedians and, and or funny people getting up there and roasting Dr. Drew. And oh, so, right. Uh, that sounds cringy. rough. So there was like two, three minutes of each person trying to be funny. It was like, oh, man. Oh, That's man. why I kept starting to sing Happy Birthday, <laughs> thinking I would focus the crowd. But everyone yeah. was the acoustics the and the barking. yelling and the no... drinking yeah. And it was, yeah, I well, I, I, I got my Uber paid for. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I paid for it. We had Drew on a couple days later. We staged an intervention. We said, look, it's okay to not podcast sometimes. <laughs> it's okay to live a life where you're not talking into a microphone. What he was had, his response? His response was uh, he was trying to raise money for some charity or something, I guess. He figured he'd make some good out of his birthday. That right. He was, right? And, I, and I said, said, okay, I was there. I was there to say happy birthday. I would have gladly given to a cause. Right. If maybe there's if, no place to yeah. give money or any, there's no way that he's lying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Maybe if there was a motivation to, if you gave money, the volume of the event would come down, <laughs> no. or the or the roast would stop, and we could just have, have a, a nice 
have 60th a party, birthday right. party. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a weird event. I think that's all we're saying. Yeah, but that's bizarre. awesome. At uh, least I can't wait for the 70th. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me that he's 60. He yeah, looks amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yes. And Joel, bastard. he is more buff than you are even. Oh. And, and you're pushing it, by the way. Thank you are you. way buffer than you need to be as a, as a comedian. And Again, an thank you so much for saying those things. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, look, I'm in the same quiet desperation uh, where I, uh, you know, if I don't work out, I feel, you know, then it all just goes away. Mm. Then I have to, I have to, I, I'll just, it'll all come unraveled and you'll, you'll see my secrets. Mm. <laughs> None of us want that. I got to be honest. We don't want that. That's the and like, and it also, I mean, when is the last time you worked out, Kevin? Uh, it's been about a week. Oh. Yeah. Just been, yeah. How about you? Um, 40 years. Okay. So this is the other thing <laughs> when people who don't exercise go, well, what are you doing being in shape? And it was like, because you're trying to keep your own sure. uh, insecurities down. Sure. Right. I, See what I did there? Sure, yeah, you really turned it right look, around. But I look at it this way. As long as I'm... You guys want some ephedra? <laughs> Quicken your heart rate. Catherine yeah. knows about it. As long as I'm living a healthy lifestyle, I don't see any reason for me to be buff. I really don't. I'm a radio announcer. Again. What do I now... need to be buff for? Uh, well, just basic muscle mass uh, at all is something you should have. Well, you It's something everyone should have a little and, bit of. And I mean, that, the argument of why should I have to move ever does not... <laughs> yeah. It's not a great argument, but I get that, uh, you, again, you'll be on a rascal at some point. That's true. In the and next we'll be, year, too. Yes, and then I'll go like, you know what? You win. You live just as long. But, Joel, I don't think that's fair. I mean, when's the last time you saw Bean? Last month. Last month. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Good for a segue. Second. Right? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because this is weird because Bean said, hey, I'm going to see Joel McHale. And we said, like we do, <clears throat> right, tell us afterwards because he right. says he's going to go to a movie or he's going to go and he never does. Like ne- the Acoustic Christmas. He shows up for two minutes and then yes. runs away to a short store. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so he says he's going. We say, sure, whatever. Tell us about it afterwards. Then apparently you guys ran into each other. He came in Outside on Monday. Outside the said, venue. In yes. the wild. You ran in the, into Bean in the wild. In the I, wild, yes. Yeah. I, I had a tranquilizer uh, gun <laughs> oh. with me and I was able to stop him and tag him. Right. And go, and I actually saw him out outside wow. and, by, and by the way let me just tell you i'm not uh, giving away any secrets here i think joel was hitchhiking to the venue because there were no cars around he was just walking <laughs> down true. the highway with a backpack on I'm, that's true and, and i thought this is kind of weird that he's walking from somewhere to get to his gig well it's vashon island washington where the gig was which right. is uh, why, there's no bridges to this island <laughs> why would you do a gig there Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. Because if you said there's only one road, right? There's yes. one long road to this ten, island. 10,000 people, right. Why? Yeah. How come? Okay. Uh, Dr. Drew thought he could... <laughs> I, I talked to him about making money on vacation. No. Uh, all right. So my mother-in-law lives on this island. Okay. Her next-door neighbor runs the community center. And for the last... 10 years, uh-huh. he has been saying, when are you going to do a show? When are you going to do a show? And I I was like, never. Uh, I will not do it. Ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to and you can't make me? Well, my mother-in-law has very particular tastes and she does not like uh, any sort of swearing, and including okay. the word fart. 
And okay. my, it's not that's that, a big part of your act, Joel. Yes, that's <laughs> it. And it's not that my act is uh, Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Now look it up, kids. What that is, <laughs> and uh, at all, but it's uh, it's 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 who I am. I, I, it's it, a step past fart. Yes, it's a step past fart, but uh-huh. definitely a couple steps back. Uh, anyway, so then <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to deal with that. And then finally, I said, Okay, I'll do it. And uh, and I don't care what the and I I let her know. I was like, Just so you know, I'm not gonna pull any punches here. I'm just gonna go out and do it and so then that's kind of how it how came many together. people were there well it was sold out yeah it was uh, sold out oh. so there was 40 <laughs> it's a very it's about, small community. i think it's about three three hundred maybe joel do you think uh something like that something I like don't. that but does Let that me, clear you now for life i am fully for, cleared for and the other thing was that bean immediately started talking about how this city spent too much money on this community center. Well, he was like, "Can you believe this? It's ridiculous." <laughs> and I, I was like, "I don't want to get involved in your local politics. I am fiscally I responsible, even, Joel." Yes, I thought you lived in Louisiana or Biloxi, Mississippi, but now you're he's pissed got about homes this. all over because he's running from the law. Yes, right. Yeah. All right, let me just say this because we have to take a break. The great uh, Joel McHale is here. I uh, am going to tell you that it was a phenomenal comedy show. Oh, Joel. God bless you. No kidding. You were great. <laughs> I got to tell you, the after the pictures from the after party were really amazing. You guys looked like you were really having fun. Yeah, Joel was very kind to invite me to the after party, which I declined. But <laughs> well, the, point, the point is, I, here's, what, here's what I'm telling you about Joel McHale. He knows how to live. You think, he's, you think he's funny guy from the soup. He's hilarious comedian, and you should go see him because he's in town this weekend by coincidence at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. Friday night, two shows. Saturday night, Segway, thank you. Yeah. Right? Some yes. of them, a uh, couple of you. couple of them are sold out, but there are tickets available for others. Go to irvineimprov.com. Tickets are just thirty bucks for the great Joel McHale. Quick break. When we come back, Joel's in a new movie in theaters this weekend as well. See, we all predicted this guy's career would be dead, but look at him. <laughs> He's getting so much work. And we'll talk more with Joel right you after this. Never know about next Monday. It could all be over. <laughs> it's Kevin and Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Joel is in studio with us. It's always great to see you. Uh, by the way, I'm very sad about your Netflix show being uh, well. canceled. It was it was great, Joel. I was Bless so you. happy to have you back on my TV. I'm sorry about that. Well, those episodes will live there forever. <laughs> and, you can um, watch them over. It's like uh, it's like uh, True Detective. Just one yeah. season. Okay. And you um, you have stayed busy. You have a movie that is in theaters this weekend called Assassination Nation. I don't know if you saw my tweet yesterday, but I said, uh, Joel McHale, the oldest person in this movie, is going to be joining us on the Kevin and Bean oh, Show tomorrow. Nice. Bean. That is Very true. Kind. That's actually true. <laughs> when I saw the girls, the all teenage girls, in this uh, in the trailer for Assassination Nation, and we'll get into what it's all about, the first thing I thought is, oh, Joel, Joel's finally playing a grandpa. But um, <laughs> Great grandpa. <laughs> How do you sum this one up? Because this is a Weird ass movie, Joel. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, it is something I've never been in a movie like this. Uh, I've never is, seen a movie like this. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. Uh, did you like it? 
Yeah. All right, good. Uh, I brought my wife to the premiere, and I was like, I don't know what she's going to think. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. she like it? <laughs> she actually, she, uh, for, for my wife who doesn't watch television uh-huh. or movies, she was like, hey, that was pretty great. Did, uh, did, I was ah, like, great. She thanks, didn't wife. turn to you and go, I knew it. <laughs> right? Total side eye. She, to her credit, began making fun of me. Oh, is that right? Oh. Good. She, she uh, did the right thing. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's a, um, it's, 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 it's a modern retelling of the uh, Salem witch trials. And uh, it's about if, if everyone's internet uh, searches and in a small town, if, if you knew what everybody was looking at uh, and everyone knew it, uh, what all would happen? All your texts, all yeah, your tweets, what, what would happen? Everything personal, your search history. Yeah. yeah, and some crazy people might get violent. And- it is a terrifying premise, by the way, because look, none of us would be immune from something embarrassing coming out. None of us. Yeah, no, of course. And uh, if you look at the way that Sam Levinson, the amazing director, uh, directed it, it's, it's stylized uh, some of it because it can get pretty hyper-violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think the dialogue between the uh, of the high school kids, th- that alone was terrifying to me. <laughs> yes! Because <laughs> I have a 13 and a 10-year-old, and I'm like, oh, is this how they talk to their friends? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Go put your tie on and come to dinner. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I, it's, and I know it sounds, I, it is very, I would say it's fun. Uh, you would I, say it's fun, would you? Yeah, I would, I would say it is psychologically terrifying. Uh, okay. Uh, a fun, <laughs> you'll psychologically well. terrifying <laughs> movie. Sure. But you'll see, the, uh, the lead, Odessa, she's amazing. Uh, she is. And uh, she's 19, I think. So okay. uh, way further along in her career than I was at that age. Mm, for sure. Uh, which still drives me wild. Uh, so, but I, I, it's, a be- it's a beautifully made movie and I think, uh, I think kids are going to, I think teenagers are going to love it. And as you said, Bean, the parents will run screaming. Can you hold Absolutely. on just for, for one second? What? What's going on? I just want to turn up your, I feel like I hear your dog. What is oh, that? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're dog. totally snoring. Is that a dog? That's his dog. Is that a dog, Bean? That's that's like Or is that the it's worst? A dog. That's his dog. Worst paranormal activity movie ever. <laughs> it's Linus. He's just he's sleeping. What, what do you he want? Snore on the air? I want oh. him to not snore on the air. Is that too much to ask? You can't ask a bulldog to not snore. Well, that, move they're, him. they're but always they're, snoring, even when they're awake. Yes, they are. They are designed poorly. Right. That's, like, that's how they work. Look, when you're, I dad, have a dog that snores too, but I don't bring him in and put him on the air. Yeah, this is a, this is your job, right? <laughs> it's a job. Take some pride, man. I don't think anyone would have even noticed if Kevin hadn't pointed it out, by the way. Joel, have you ever been in... It does sound like a groundwork. It does <laughs> sound like he's straining and yeah. sleeping at the he's same sound time. Asleep. He's trying to push one out. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's sound asleep. I'm looking at him. <laughs> have you ever been in something as violent and bloody as this movie? Uh, I think there was... Uh, I was in a diagnosis murder episode. Oh, uh, nice! Cool. <laughs> uh, I no, never. Uh, <laughs> this is the easily the most bloody thing I've ever been in. Uh, which I guess is a, I, don't, I don't know if that's uh, I, so. Congrats to me. Yeah. No, uh, it's <laughs> yes, it is definitely violent. Did you film at it, New Orleans, by the way? Yes. And how I, how was that? I loved it. Uh, I did a show in the French Quarter, or two shows. Oh, Bean said he was going to go to that. <laughs> yes, he, he said. And uh, did he? No, no. he didn't. Uh, I- it was a bulldog, uh, <laughs> sleep and straining. <laughs> and when, he, when the bulldog defecated, he woke up. It was weird. There's no poop, you guys. He's just There's asleep. always poop. He's a dog. Uh, I would. I loved New Orleans so much that it. Uh, I remember I thinking, I, I would love to move here. Yeah. He was, Bean was not wrong. No, he it's just, wow. it's amazing. 
I it's can't imagine. But the summers must be unbearable. That's why I'm in Washington at this moment is because my wife refuses to be there in the summertime. Well, it's, so. it is, I don't know how people ever did any anything there. Yeah, where, yeah, like, why would we... Why would we build this building? It's it's unbearable here. It's, yeah. uh, it's, <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a nice but time. But re- it was as I, I was here about New Orleans, and then uh, Mardi Gras seemed so annoying to me. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. And uh, I would never go to that. And then I just walk around. I was like, this is the most beautiful place I've been. This is amazing. So, uh, yeah, and we went so out happy. in the, you we went like out the bayou. And out, yeah, that's how I talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but we went out in the bayou and, and rode around. Did the alligator tour? Yeah. That fun. was really fun. My kids loved it. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah, I had never... I had never been. And I can't wait to return for Assassination Nation <laughs> 2. Well, when you do, you let me know and I'll come see you, all right? Uh, that would be, yeah, sure. Right? I will. Look, I did it once. once. I can do it again, Joel. Right. Sorry, Joel. I got stuck at a big and tall shop and I can't, uh, I can't make it to your thing. What are you talking about? It's a three-day-long event. Uh, Busy. Yeah, and all that stuff. The bulldog. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. Joel McHale's film is called Assassination Nation. It is uh, unlike anything I've seen in a long time. I, I play a real fun guy. You really mm. do. Parent of the year, as far as I'm sure. concerned. Mm-hmm. And you can see Joel on stage with two shows Friday night, 7.30 and 9.45 at the Irvine Improv. And then uh, two shows on Saturday night. The early yeah. show's already sold out. The late show, 9.30, still available. Tickets just 30 bucks. And I can vouch for Joel's comedy. By the way, Mother Effer, why have Whoa. you never done Kevin and Bean's uh, April Foolishness? Uh, I never... Came on a little strong there, Bean. Never, well, it just never occurred invited. to me. Never invited. Lying. Oh, you're lying. You're lying. You're 11, right, I am lying. Uh, <laughs> 11 years we've done it, right? Or something like that? Uh, 10 years? You did a freaking island after 10 years? <laughs> That's we true. We can't get you to April Foolishness Look, in Los Angeles? I I used up all my energy in Dr. <laughs> Drew's 60th. That, that ended me. I had to get an IV after that. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll, we I'll, would love to have you, you don't that. want a comedian this old. Uh, sure we do. we right, really yeah. do, sure, Joel. Sure it would be do. great. Sure. All right, perfect. <laughs> it would be great to have you. All right, so. when is it? April? The first Saturday of April. Oh. Don't, don't, no even act like that. don't even act like that. You don't even know what date it is. <laughs> oh, okay. As long as uh, you, got, you got that thing, right? As long as you stay in this building, I'll do it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hurtful. As long as nothing changes, <laughs> well, then we, we need to have stay it. here. We need to have it before oh. Friday, then. <laughs> We're All right. Throw it together. All right, I'll be there. I'll let's, be there. Uh, let's say goodbye to Joel and play some more Snow Patrol, shall we? <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Joel. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a little uh, bittersweet seeing some of this stuff go, by the way, if we really are giving all this away. Well, I mean, we are. Here's the thing that we're, we're having to change buildings. They sold the building that we're in. Mm-hmm. K-Rock has been in for... How long? 20, almost 20 years. Yeah. Almost 20 years. Uh, so they sold the plot. I think they're going to tear it down, and we're moving to a different location on I think Monday. we're moving into the back of a uh, Korean nail salon, if yes. I heard correctly, is where we're going to be broadcasting. And we're going to start, of. quote, broadcasting from there Monday. We'll see. We'll see what happens exactly. <laughs> but we have been going through the office, and we've been rounding up a bunch of crap. And uh, assistant producer Christine is in here. Uh, hey guys. You, you want to explain to us what's on the wheel, and then we're going to go to our listeners, and we're going to say hi to them, and then we're going to spin the wheel of crap, and whatever it lands on, they get. All right. Free stuff. There yep. is some good stuff on this list, there's, let me tell you. There's also some not good stuff. <laughs> uh, the first item you could win from the Kevin and Bean office is a Vuvuzela from the World Cup 2010. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Whoa. Remember that nonsense? Yes. I sure do. And then they banned it for the next world, <laughs> yes, couple did. of World Cups, right? They did the right thing. I think Kevin's birthday is in March. Is that right? Maybe. 
ish. He yeah. doesn't like his birthday. Well, anyways, I got him a bunch of cereal for his birthday, including chocolate Lucky Charms and Captain Crunch. There's oh. no way you gave me that and I didn't need it. There's well, no way. I noticed the other day when I was cleaning out the office, getting ready to move, that they were sitting there unopened. There's no way you gave so them to me. So you lose your privileges. No, this goes it's to still, one of the they're still fine. I can still eat they're them. They're not expired. They're not open. Right, that's they're what perfectly I'm saying. good boxes. And that chocolate Lucky Charms is amazing. Okay. Uh, we have Beer Mug's entire Britney Spears outfit from his April Foolishness per- Mar- March Fatness performance. Whoa! Wig, um, hair puffs, of has skirt. That, uh, has that been washed? No. Oh. oh. It is okay. still sweaty. Um, okay. We have a Taylor Swift mug and Taylor Swift note cube. Um, excuse me. <laughs> that Did, needs to w- go first. Was there not anybody on the show that you thought might enjoy those items? Only Correct. people who can claim them in person. Oh, can get nicely them. done. Oh, so, nicely you have a Taylor done. Swift yes. mug and you're going to give it away. We have stuff to get through, Bean. We have an autographed Mr. T in your pocket. I'm pretty the fool. He, nice. uh... Shut up, fool. <laughs> Don't make me mad. Don't give me no back talk, sucker. And it is autographed, and it's which autographed. is awesome. That's, 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 a, that's yeah. the best item so far. It really is awesome. And um, we have our jar of pennies that we kept in the office. How many are there? We um, don't know. We don't know. 150 maybe? <laughs> and if you guess how many there are, you get a, a lollipop no, or something. No, you just get the actual thing. Oh, right. Okay. We have a uh, metal little shark that you could put your business cards in from Shark Week. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the worst item on the list. <laughs> oh, please. Um, we have beer mugs yeah, left over. <laughs> Veet back waxing strips from when I, me and Allie waxes back in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, These that's... are leftover strips, not used. You yeah, yeah. Oh. Perfectly like clean. Yeah. Um, but they were very effective, weren't they, Allie? They were great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a pita coffee mug um, asking you to decaf your coffee. Like, don't use milk. See? For the vegans out there. Right. Um, we have a fidget spinner and hacky sack. That's, and a, that's, a, that's a one package deal right yeah. there with both of them. Totally. It's a good, it's a good one. <laughs> and a surprise grab bag. You don't know what you're going to get of a bunch of shirts. All right. Mm. Oh, promotional t-shirts. That yeah. Come through. Okay. And I some got Kevin you. and Bean and Carrick ones in there, too. Well, that is a lot of stuff. The lines are stacked. Let's play the Wheel of Crap. Wheel of Crap. All right. right. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to answer a question. You don't have to make a guess. You just, you get on the line. We spin, you win. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. What's happening? You you do have to talk to us, though. That is one thing you have to do. Sean, can you hear us? I hear. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Yeah, barely. All right. What item are you hoping to win as we spin the wheel? Grab bag or the shark business card holder. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. All right, let's spin All it. Right. There we go. Good luck. And you get the surprise grab bag of shirts. Wow. Yeah. 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 He just calls it and then he gets it. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, you All hold right. on. Uh, let's go to Javier in Vernon. Good morning, Javier. What's up, party people? What do you have your eyes on? What do you need? What are you hoping um, for? I was hoping, like, on the wheel, there'd be, like, maybe Ali McKay's phone number, maybe a date. Something hmm. like that. Oh, Javier. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what's going to happen Thursday wow. or Friday. Never know. Not today. Yeah. Here we go. Javier's going off list, by the way. Good, good stand. <laughs> off menu. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, you get the office jar of pennies. <laughs> oh, Javier. Oh, yes. That could be as much as two bucks. Maybe. Maybe. We were trying to guess. I would guess less. But less. Right. For we'll sure see. less. Uh, let's go to Raymond in Rosemead. Hi, Raymond. What up, Negroes? <laughs> well, we're giving stuff away with the wheel of crap. Wheel you ready for your sh- of crap. You ready for your spin? Uh, well, actually, I was 
hoping maybe Tad had left a potato chip bag behind, but uh, since that didn't go down, um, maybe something from the grab okay. bag. All right. Okay. I don't even want to give this guy anything now. Apparently, a long-term blister, though. We got to respect that. <laughs> a surprise grab bag of shirts again. Oh, hell what? you! What's happening? Okay, did you say hell you. He did. Maylin, <laughs> hi. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to the Wheel of Crap. Are you, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Good luck. I got a good feel about this. Come on, T Swizzle. Beer mugs, Britney Spears outfit. Oh, yeah. Maylin. Yeah. Unwashed. He just yelled, yay. Oh, Maylin. Maylin, did you ever see the pictures, or were you at April Foolish to see Beer Mug dressed up as Britney Spears? No, but still, it'd be fun to have. Um, it, it's amazing. Then. It, right. It's amazing. Look for the photos. You're going to love it. All right, hold on. Um, got time for a couple more. Yeah, let's go to uh, Adam in La Habra. Hi, Adam. What to do? Welcome to Wheel of Crap. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Here we go. By the way, the Mr. T autographed uh, in your pocket still available. Shut up, fool. Um, fool. It's, it's the Taylor Swift mug and notepad. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Sucker. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it off you, Adam. Oh, dear Lord. Name your price. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Brad in Studio City. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, folks. We're giving away a lot of crap, and it's the Wheel of Crap. Are you ready? Big bucks, no whammy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the Shark Week business card holder. Woo! Oh, we already gave no, that no, away. We already, have... we already gave oh, that away. No, we We're going to spin again. What? No, we didn't. Not yet. Don't confuse me, you guys. We gave that away to the first person. He got the surprise grab bag of shirts. He did. Yeah, that's true. I think he said he wanted it, but then he got the other thing. Oh, my bad. Too bad, This is just... Do we have two? This is too difficult. It's too much. I'm like, are you not taking stuff off the thing? Brad, congratulations. You won. Okay. All right. We're all confused. Good chat, and thanks for playing the... Wheel of Crap. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie, I just saw your post. You were on a podcast yesterday. I was. Where can people hear that? Um, I posted it on my uh, Twitter, at Allie McKay, A-L-L-I-E-M-A-C-K-A-Y, and it will link you right to it. We talked about everything. All right. From sports to my first job, my one and only bar fight, uh, <laughs> Brendan <laughs> Fraser somehow came up. We talked about Dippin' Dots. He seems to think they're the dessert of the future. F him is what I'm saying. I don't right? understand any of these words that it, are being it was said. just Mad Libs. <laughs> I played Mad Libs for an hour. <laughs> I think we need to hear about your bar fight, by the way. Yes. That sounds fascinating it's one good day. Times. good times. <laughs> Alright, so check it out on Allie's Twitter if you want to hear her being interviewed. You say a lot of bad things about Kevin and Bean. I no, I said great things about Kevin and Bean, and he even so dug lied? up one of my first ever tweets about meeting you guys. And he asked if I still had that same emotion every single day when I go into work. And I'm like, I tweeted that crap? I am a horrible follow. It's real bad. <laughs> well, we should have blocked you right then. It's true. Hey, um, it's time for one last look at uh, what's happening. So what's happening? I'm, you know, I'm seeing this on every site. We're talking Us Weekly. Bleacher Report, Variety, everyone seems to have this story, and I'm starting to believe it's true. I thought mm. it was a joke. Mm. It appears that we know 
the halftime performers at the 2019 Super Bowl. <gasps> yes. Is it? Weird Al Yankovic. No. Is it Weird Al? It is not. How terribly, could it not be Weird Al? sorry. Here's what's, here's what's funny to me is mm-hmm. that Weird Al would be a great choice. A great choice. And plus, Bean is so excited that that might happen. Right. The idea that it's never going to sort of makes me laugh. <laughs> because he's right. Yeah. And still it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, is this is this band or person going to enter the likes of, you know, the Paul McCartney, U2, Prince, right. Bruce Springsteen, those performances that are were we phenomenal. Not, not, at, not at that level? Nowhere near that not level. That, okay. Nowhere near that level. Okay. Um... Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think who would be good that has it done it. Because right. obviously, well, Taylor obviously would be great. Yeah, she would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Please. Has a, has a, Beyonce's done it a couple times? Has Adele done it? Uh, no, and no, no one's but... watching Adele at the halftime of a Super Bowl. Okay, and that's not from someone choice. that loves her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. her I, songs I will... are a little too sleepy. I guess. Johnny Asshole. Uh, very close. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very close. I'm just saying. I wow. Snow Patrol. Very close. What? Air Supply. No. Okay. They'd be better. Okay. Mm. All right. Who is it? Listen, this is going to upset some people because I'm sure there are people that really love this band. Okay. But F you if you thought in the NFL a great band to play in Atlanta, Georgia, first of all, like there's no musicians from Atlanta that could have stepped in. Right. If you, if you say R. Kelly right now, oh, by the no, way. <laughs> no, that, that would be awful. No, Um. this is a band that a lot of people uh, would give it up for. Oh, you mean... Let's give some love to Maroon 5. Give some love to Maroon 5. I mean, they seem like the perfect offend-no-one band for that. Sure. Who cares? No! But, you know, they're they're not trying to get football fans with that halftime. I think they're trying to get everybody else, so... Uh, No! Kevin is not as upset as I am. As would be appropriate. He's not as upset as he should be. But I'm never really that interested in halftime. Yeah. So who cares? Don't you in Atlanta though, don't you think they could have done like a nineties R and B thing? They could have done TLC, one twelve, escape. Like they could have really done it up. Yeah, they they could have, yes. I don't think they're thinking that way though. No. I mean, we're all taking right. it hard it's okay. here. It's all right. It's okay, sir. Okay. I mean, I'm with I'm with him. Look, it's not going to be great, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, it's a beer halftime. Okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. Um, my favorite tweet in reaction: Maroon Five are performing at a Super Bowl held in Atlanta as punishment for the Falcons blowing a 28-3 lead with less than two <laughs> minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> I just. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Right. It's sir. Maroon 5, sir. Yes. Yep. Just Nobody, um, I mean, look, there are a lot of people who hate Maroon 5. There are a lot of people who like them. But are they anybody's favorite? I, I mean, they, anybody love Maroon 5? It's certainly not going to be what everyone's talking about. Yeah, give a no. call right now. one 800 No? Nope. Okay. All right. It's certainly not anything anyone's going to care about. No. No. I mean... So they'll bring out Bruno Mars as well for the fourth year in a row. Right? 
No! Okay, but yes, sir. We get it. A lot of people are very upset mm. is what I've said. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Pete Davidson, he he likes to really show his love for uh, people by getting a tattoo of them. Some may say way too soon. It's someone else? Into relationships. Didn't well, he get two Ariana Grande tattoos like in the first couple of months they were dating? I think in the first couple weeks, yeah. It was it was pretty intense. He has tattoos of his girlfriend before his name, all of that. But um, apparently, he and his fiance Ariana Grande, have adopted a pig. So he has now put the pig's face okay. and presumably the pig's name which uh, listen I respect it because that's Piggy Smalls um, <laughs> that's pretty strong so it's it's the pig now he has the pig tattooed on him he's had the pig for three days okay and what if the pig falls ill because Piggy Piggy Smalls the illest could happen <laughs> and then it's just like listen I love the pig so much for a week now it's gone mm. now he's looking at that just wanting bacon <laughs> well, I don't know that he's going. I don't know he's going to go to eat the pet, but uh, but I see what you're saying is it's not like this is his piggy's head for 14 yes. years and he wants to uh, memorialize him. Right? Yeah, yeah that that seems uh, seems fast. I'm telling you, if that's you weird. if you're nice to him one day, yeah. you maybe you hand him his dry cleaning. Oh, I love dry cleaners. I'm going to get a tattoo. Right? How it's just, long? It's bizarre. How long has it been? Uh huh. Since we've done regrettable tattoos on the show. How long has it been since we've done that topic? I think it's been a a year. Plenty of time because there are so many stories. Oh, and (laughs) the ones that people sent us and the pictures were some of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. Let's do that again tomorrow. Perfect. Because I get the excitement, and I know we've talked about it in the past, that people who have a lot of tattoos, there's some addiction Mm-hmm. There's some rush yeah. to getting a new tattoo. Right. And you might be too eager to get one just because you miss it, you know? And that may be Pete's deal, is if he doesn't get a tattoo every couple of weeks, he may feel like he's not doing it right. That's weird. Yeah. You're If you have an addictive personality, maybe you are addicted to that rush, and it's the safest thing that you could get. Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Yes, but... Hmm. Yeah. Just saying, remember Steve-O, people. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to say, remember my Maroon 5 tramp stamp. I regret it daily. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, it's not a good choice. No. <laughs> Although you're going to look uh, you're gonna look like you're with it in February. Right? Right? February 3rd. Just wearing a little halter. Check that out, boys. I don't know what's happening. Some birthdays for you. Nile Rogers, Danielle Panabaker. Jeremy Irons and Jimmy Fallon. Happy birthday. That's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show, John C. Riley. <gasps> oh, love him so much. Best. I think we had him on uh, for King Kong, and he was amazing. What yes. a fun guy. Uh, get up on this with Jensen Karp. Love him. R.J. Bell talking to the NFL. Love him. And Dr. Drew. We like him. We love him. We love him as well. Yeah, that's tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.